Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Episode Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> we are back once again with the continued exploits of our Silver Ravens. Yeah, we're about to have a really good exploit now. Yeah, I think we're well, going to hide. Run Everyone away! Hide. Run away! One for the annals of history. <laughs> you, know, you might be wondering how we got into this situation, but... Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. So when, uh, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens had split their own separate ways had spent a couple of days catching up with the thing what was it three days i think you guys spent just like yeah. working your jobs doing your stuff all the rest mm. of that got back together we did our second rebellion mechanic rebellion meeting i guess a rebellion phase i think is the proper term for it yeah that's yes. what you've been calling it the rebellion phase after you guys made your money and all the rest of that stuff because you know that's kind of separate decided what to do with your rebellion i think you uh, decided to go out and try to recruit some more supporters and bring in a whole new team Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of exciting yeah, stuff. Formed a new team. Mordgar's Mad Cats, I think, is the uh, current I think that's what we title. settled on, yeah. Niccolo, <laughs> uh, t- you know, was charmed by Raven's posing adorableness. And- I <laughs> will <laughs> confess, yes, he was definitely charmed by that. Yeah, boy. Just like, oh, Mostly so, so that we can make little shield uh, stickers and put the little rampant cat on the front of it. Just- yeah. <laughs> It's good for merchandising. Yeah, you know, uh, next Patreon box. <laughs> next Patreon box. Look forward to it, guys. <laughs> we, we have not put out enough Hell's Rebels love in our Patreon box. It's pretty sharp to me. We had that really uh, cool pin that we put out. Yeah, that's also. true. Yeah, the pin is nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, the party went through the rebellion phase, finished up all of the rest of that, at which point they had decided to uh, to leave for the day, because that took up most of the uh, the session. I think we're getting it a little bit more streamlined, so I'm hoping every mm. time we're going to be a little bit more streamlined with that. Uh, quick and easy for you guys. Although still, I think a fun episode with some good characterization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although upon attempting to leave, the party had uh, had become aware that you had some unwelcome guests as you'd reached upstairs. I want to issue a correction, by the way. I apologize for this uh, to all of our listeners and everyone else out there. I believe I said a trio of guards. This is second edition. There's five. Ah. Rude. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> because it's second edition, there's five of them. Action economy and all that. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that. It's actually because uh, the three of them wouldn't add up to the proper encounter level based on the first edition to second edition counter level. There oh, would need to be no. four of them. And then there's a fifth of them because of the, uh, what do they call it? Um, experience point. Uh, budget. Budget. Thank you. Because of the experience point budget for adding in a fifth PC. You're welcome, you get a fifth Tatari. <laughs> okay, Great. except we're not going to fight them. We're going to hide. Well, hide. yeah, that, the plan is not to actually charge in there, but, but yeah. But they're five times as likely Always to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had opened the door out to the central portion of the Longroads Coffee House to see Laria talking to a Tatari captain. Lieutenant, sorry. Not a captain. Lieutenant commander. <laughs> yep, the lieutenant commander, uh, Data, had kneeled down no. and talked to him. Oh my god. No, Brent Spinner, why? <laughs> no. He'd make an amazing Datari. True. Honestly, it'd be, if anyone, it would be Michael Dorn. No. Yes. Kneeled down to uh, carry the conversation. very fast from yeah. Worf. <laughs> Unless he's going to get Worfed in this one, at which point he'll just easily get <laughs> If he's going to get Worfed, then it's all good, man. You are so it's, mean. It's, I love no, Worf. It just makes me sad. See, that yeah. either happens or he, like, in... Like in Next Generation, he got warped a lot, but in DS9, he was a f- badass. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they became aware of the joke. <laughs> yep. Who had provided a warrant to Miss Longroads. 
And then she yelled for, very inconspicuously. Yeah, very, yelled very inconspicuously, loud enough as she was not aware that you were there and was hoping that oh, maybe they'll hear me through the trap door or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she would have had to shout real loud. So as it stands, all of you are here in the pantry for the Long Roads Coffee House. Hi. Mm-hmm. Down, down. Yep. Quick question, actually, because Nicola was actually the one to open the door and looked out real quick. Um, yeah. It, snap judgment, would I be able to tell if they saw me or not uh to be perfectly honest they seem to be so focused on laria right now that a you don't think that they've seen you mechanically speaking you're pretty sure that if you stepped out and made a stealth check you could easily duck behind the counter or feasibly you could even make a um deception check to nonchalantly like walk over to a table yeah i'd rather probably stealth then uh yeah i just that that was the main thing is if they've already seen me it would be super suspicious if i was just like no nope. if you just, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close the door. yeah you don't believe that they're aware of you okay then if they're not aware of me then yeah i'll go hide with the rest okay so you just shut the door yeah just we need to get out of here now or downstairs okay go back downstairs yeah. y'all silently as possible yeah. attempt to rapidly descend into right. the first se- into the first secret. <laughs> yeah, probably bunker. stealth checks all around. Yep. I mean, it's lunchtime on a Sunday. There's probably a pretty full cafe out there. There is, but it's also five Datari just walked into it, so it is It's probably one of those like awkward moments where yeah, everybody stops and looks at the door like, uh-oh. Yeah. Who are they here for? There's a small part of me that almost wants Vittoria to like stay back and like pretend she's doing inventory in here just so she can listen, but yeah. I'm also at the back of the line, so I'd be the first one back down. So yeah. Well, I mean there there's plenty of room for people to pass one another. Any of you can do all right, so quick round table, uh Adria, going back down the stairs. Yep. Okay. Lucia? Back down the stairs. All right. Cesare? I'm actually going to make a deception check to go for a table because with Raven helping me, I have a higher bonus on that than my stealth. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I was going to say stealth is my best uh, skill. so Because yeah. with her partner in crime, she automatically aids me on deception checks. So I actually, that winds up giving me a better bonus to deception than stealth. Fair enough. All right. So Cesare's stepping back out. Victoria. Do you want to stay up here, pretend to do inventory? Do you want to slip back downstairs with Adrian Lucia? Do you want to slip out with Cesare? There's a little part of me that almost wants to like approach Cesare, like as a student, but. Well, keep in mind that like, well, one, you're not dressed as a student right now. I know that's that's why. Well, it's I was a Sunday. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm just saying you're not really dressed as a student, so you'd either like need to kind of play up that you're being a student, or two, it's just like, okay, this half elf is hanging. I mean, for all we know, we could just make crazy assumptions because the Tatari are vaguely racist and just be like "Eh, it's a half elf and an elf it's probably your dad (laughs) they both do have black hair you know yeah yeah. (laughs) a little family resemblance enough to pass you know I actually have black hair but okay it looks Uh, black in the mini picture it's it's a dark shade of brown yeah yeah Yeah, it's dark brown but it's not I mean you could have gotten that from your human half genetically speaking it's not that different I I figure um, Victoria like motions to them that she's like gonna go out and listen because I want to be able to help so uh, I think I'm gonna join Cesare okay. honestly it's probably good that somebody stays with Cesare anyway so yeah. just in case. and yeah. also I don't want him to be by himself either yeah <laughs> all right Nicola um, I'm probably gonna if they I mean if, if I know they haven't seen me I'm gonna go downstairs I'm gonna be super yeah. People are going to ask me a lot of questions more so than anybody it's else. It's true. Here, yeah, think. that's true. So, so 
Adria, Lucia, Niccolo, you crouch down, uh, begin making your way back as, you know, Vittoria makes kind of a gesture and Cesare, without even really conferring with the rest of the group, has just kind of like straightened his jacket and then walks out the door <laughs> like he owns the place. Goodness. I would, I would expect nothing less. I halfway expect he has a clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Adria, Lucia, Niccolo, you slide down the ladder down to the lower level. Niccolo pulling up the rear since he was the one closest to the door initially, reaching up, grabbing onto the uh, trap door and pulling it back down on top of himself. Mm-hmm. So um, before Vittoria steps out to follow after Cesare, she's going to uh, make sure that she covers the trap door, at least for the false area, so that, uh, you know, you know, scatter some some. Don't scatter grain. Don't scatter grain. (laughs) A little little bit of grain, you know, make it look like. (laughs) No, don't play grain. grain. Not the grain. We have to count it. Oh, I thought that's what you said. No, I said don't scatter the grain. Oh, okay. Because you'll have to count all of it or she'll get charged for it. Uh, All of that also notwithstanding, I will say you have enough time to hastily put a box on top of this. If you want to actually, like, cover, cover this entrance, you're going to need to stay behind while Cesare is walking out. You can try to walk out yourself nonchalantly the next round. Yeah, I'll do that. I'd rather do it right than do it badly. Right. And save also, her from the fine for all the stuff work, that she has there. You work in a coffee shop. It's not going to be hard for you to bluff if they find you back there. That's that you're fair. A that's worker. fair. <laughs> I can True. say I pick up shifts at Laria's. She'd cover for me. Yeah, hopefully. You, you just find a smaller bag and like a scooper or whatever. And just crack open one of these you know large boxes of beans that are just like, oh, sorry, I was I was measuring out a, a full you know one pound bag for our, our mm-hmm. next shift for grinding. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. Totally legit. So. Adria, Lucia, Niccolo, you drop down to the lower level. Cesare, you step forward, open the door, kind of glance back towards Vittoria as she's beginning to pile things in place. Quickly slide your way out, your thin elven frame letting you quickly slip out the door without opening it too much. You know, probably notice one of the guards looking in your direction before stopping one of the uh, the baristas back here. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry about my cat, like holding up your cat like it just ran behind the counter yeah. out of your control and just like <laughs> quickly shuffling off in the yeah, direction yes, of your it, table. Since I'm touching Raven, I can mentally communicate with her, act act like a normal cat. Yeah. Her paw shoots out, grabs a donut, drags it with her. <laughs> Knocks it right on the floor, right on the floor. Knocks it right on the floor. Oh. Jelly side down. No! <laughs> Niccolo doesn't know. <laughs> no, but yep. when he finds out, he'll be so sad. He doesn't know, but he senses it from downstairs. Like, that sounds like a jelly donut hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> if I know my donuts, and I do. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. Nope, nobody panic. It was custard. Uh, <laughs> I actually like custard, but that's yeah, me. me too. Cesare, you make your way across the room, head over towards one of the tables that is... Uh, only lightly occupied, as in there's only one other occupant on it, but that's not necessarily that uncommon for you to just sit on the opposite side of the table. It's much more of the the European cafe style as opposed to the American cafe style where you never sit at the same table with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ch- uh, Cesare will take a seat and pet Raven, acting like he's trying to calm her down. <laughs> <laughs> the guards seem to take no notice of you. Laria begins to lead them back towards the kitchen. If a waiter comes over, Cesare will order like a coffee or something. Might as well make it seem like I'm actually a customer. Cesare's out here having snacks. Cesare's job is done. Cesare's like, I deserve a coffee. <laughs> Cesare, you try your best to look nonchalant. Kind of watch them as they make their way over. Note that two of the Tatari stay behind at the front door. Uh oh. They're not closing the door. In fact, they're standing wide enough apart that if anyone wanted to come in, they would. 
Mm-hmm. Glancing through the open door, you do see a trio of students start to like head towards the stairs, look up, see the Tatari, <laughs> and just kind of veer. Like, oh, 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 oh yeah, I had that paper. I, I obviously don't want to get involved in that. We'll go to that other yeah. coffee shop down there. Something's have going on here. Homework. And suddenly Pietro's is getting a boost in business. I know, right? <laughs> uh, the people in here, there are basically two types. There are the patrons here that are now craning their necks, <laughs> as in like, huh, what's yeah. going on there? And then there are all the students who are just suddenly like, I have, I am cramming for whatever's about to happen. Like my nose <laughs> yep. is three inches from my paper. I'm not looking up. I didn't see anything. It's midterms, yep. man. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, some guy you think has been sipping at the same empty coffee cup for about five seconds now. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, you finish packing this up. Turn, make your way back forward. Pause before you even touch the door handle as you hear the sound of three voices in the kitchen beyond. Laria's notably, as well as what sound to be those of two, you're going to guess men, just judging by the base. Cesare, from your distance, you can't quite make out what they're saying. Victoria, you can hear Laria just being polite. It's like, you know, this is our kitchen. This is our furnace. Uh, it was here whenever I started the place. Don't tell anyone. I think it was a crematorium. Uh, <laughs> there is dead silence in response to that. And then just a, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what exactly brings you here? Um, what, what can I help you with, officers? Uh, a warrant isn't exactly what I was expecting today. We received a notice from a concerned citizen about suspicious activity in this building. Freaking chelish citizens group. Rude. Odd activity. Does this have anything to do with our trivia night? I know it gets a little reckless sometimes. But <laughs> we try to keep it under control, yes. but you know. I love Larius. Please so tell much. me she is an expert in <laughs> deception, because that is great. That's like a great way to like make it a, sell a lie, but like it'd be funny also. Just enough for them to be like, haha, haha. I want to yep. go to trivia night. I know, right? We received an anonymous letter suggesting suspicious activity and unsavory practices at your shop. An anonymous letter? Well, how am I supposed to protect myself from that? There have been uh, a number of concerns from the citizens recently. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about this location, but across the city. People ah. are concerned about the growing rebellion in the Southlands. Oh yes, I hear stories about this, uh, this glorious reclamation, but obviously you know where I stand. Uh, Cesare, you have no idea what she's saying, but you see her thumb her, you know, hand over her shoulder towards the three times the necessary legal size picture of Abigail <laughs> thrown on the wall. <laughs> Comically large, I think, is how we're going to term that. How about a picture bigger than myself? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, of course, for your loyalty, citizen. But we do have to investigate all of these issues, no matter how frivolous they may seem to be. We never know when there could be, in fact, something going on. Have all of these employees worked for you for years? Oh, yes, yes. Everyone here. Years and years and years. And they are all halflings. Oh, mostly. Oh, sh- I sometimes bring in some outside help. You know, you need a little bit of muscle sometimes. Big, strong, strapping men. I've been kind of branching out. Strapping men and women. Someone with a height advantage. Yeah, really, really, <laughs> you need somebody to, to stack the, the stuff high. Have you received any odd deliveries recently. Odd deliveries. You know, I did have a big crate come in not too long ago. There's a variety of different supplies, mostly. I've been trying to look at branching out a little bit, you know, looking into maybe tapping into the uh, 
The green tea market, you know, they bring it in from tea and shah. It's very popular now with some of the students. They say it has some sort of uh, purative qualities and, and it purges your body of all sorts of strange things. Try ginkgo biloba. <laughs> Can I introduce you and uh, you gentlemen in some pastries? Uh, no, thank you, ma'am. Cesare, as you watch the guards make their way across the room, do any of you have an action you would like to take on your next turn? Uh, I think for those of us downstairs, to the, the, the second secret door. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, we're going to sneak on through this other secret door. Tell everybody down here to be quiet. Uh, you could follow the expert on stealth for me, because I am an expert in sure. stealth, which would give you a plus two bonus um, on your okay. skill checks. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah. I assume we're still stealthing to try to yep. go yeah, here. For everyone downstairs, I will need a stealth check as you make your way towards the secret door. Uh, mm -hmm. And as Ross just brought up, you could follow the expert if you so wish. So since he is an expert, it is a plus two circumstance bonus. Give your stealth. Just for the edification of all of our listeners, follow, follow the expert is a new ability. Hmm, that gets into an interesting thing. Follow the expert has an auditory component. Hmm. What? Oh, I have to tell you what to do, basically. You have to tell, tell oh. everyone where to step. So like following the expert for stealth. Is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just stealth. Yeah, let's just stealth. So downstairs, the three of you slip into the uh, the secret door. Cesare, you watch as the guards are led steadily back towards the back portion of the, the kitchen, back in the direction of the two doors. Vittoria, you've made your way stopped and listened at the doors. You can hear them there. Is there anything Vittoria would like to do? So this is like the supply closet, right? This is the supply room. This is the pantry. Okay. So is there like <laughs> stuff prepared, ready to go? Or is it like... Like, is there a setup where I could be, like, getting something ready? To clarify, this is a pantry which is used to store commonly used ingredients, uh, as well as the concealed trap door, which leads uh, down from the pantry to the dry goods cellar below. Most of the things in here are the common ingredients, so basically the left-hand side of this thing, this room, is nothing but bags for coffee beans. And the right-hand side of this room are bags of flour and sugar and other pastry mixes, as well as various fruits that they use for their pastries. All right, so I am going to... Um like grab one or two bags and kind of like put them in the crook of my arm and then like be looking at the other stuff. Like I'm trying to figure out what else I need to grab. Okay. Mm. So outside you can hear as they approach. Cesare, you can clearly hear them now. People are still shifting a little uncomfortably. So um, this letter was just dropped off with you? Yes. Someone left it outside of our watch post. That's curious. That's very curious. You know, Someone came by a couple of days ago, and they were asking about my property here. I wonder if maybe they're just trying to drive me out of business, just try to, to drive my customers away. You know, it could be any of those. Coffee-making business is a very underhanded business, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain it is, ma'am. Could, could I possibly even see this note, if you have it on hand? You wish to see the note? Oh, yes. I mean, it could be a disgruntled former employee. I might recognize their handwriting. You never know who's got it out for you. Especially mm. these sorts of days. You know, when you have loyal citizens such as myself, there are some people out there who are very, uh, very distrusting of you. Hold on, I gotta make a diplomacy check. Chesare, <laughs> <laughs> you see the guard reach into his pocket. Victoria, you just try to act nonchalant in here while you listen. Outside the door, you can hear the unfolding of a sheet of paper. Chesare, you see someone pass something down to Laria as she looks it over. Huh. No, I honestly don't, uh, I don't recognize the handwriting or anything. Everyone who works here, these are all free citizens? Yes, absolutely. Some of them free now. I see. And you haven't harbored any... Oh, no, no. You know, I would never think to uh, to rock the boat, as it were. Particularly if it's a boat I'm rather comfortable in. 
I understand. But if you're concerned whatsoever, I could take you upstairs. That's where all the uh, the extra rooms and everything are. That's where all my people stay and uh, some my own rooms there. Upstairs. Cesare, you see one guard nod at the other. Finish your search down here. Miss Longroad, if you'll take us upstairs, we'll take a look at your facility there. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, mind the ladder, the rungs are really close together, you know, short legs. She then begins, like, <laughs> leading the way back towards the door. A single guard begins making their way, kind of glancing over the surrounding shelves, stations, making his way to the back door, trying the door handle, noting it's locked. Cesare, you watch as this person makes their way towards the pantry door. He tries not to tense up too much. Probably... Electric arc! <laughs> probably scratching Raven a little hard behind the ears. Ow. Ow. Sorry. Ow. Oh, Sorry. Ooh, ooh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I could distract him. No, no, I think it would be best if we let Vittoria handle this. But if things seem to be going south, perhaps do that thing where you run between someone's legs and make it look like an accident because you <laughs> want me to fall and break my neck. <laughs> I only do that on stairs. <laughs> it's a secret cat technique passed down the generations. Yes. <laughs> the secret cat combat. If I've learned anything about this group, I'm certain that they're ready to go at the moment's notice. I bet Vittoria's in there just having pretended to faint, and then the moment the guy gets in there to go and investigate her, Nicolo's gonna bust out of a can of beans and get the guy in a headlock. <laughs> I'm out not five inches tall. <laughs> just looks down at Raven. Out of a bag of beans. Bag of beans. That's what oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking on my scale. That's what I would do. Yeah. Chesare <laughs> just looks down at this cat, like, and shakes his head and takes a sip of his coffee. Apparently, Raven thinks we're like Naruto ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Able to just turn into a bag of beans, you know. What quippy one-liner do you think you'd use? What? Like when he's you know, he jumps out, he grabs onto the guy, puts him in a headlock. Like what would it be like, you know? Uh, Wake yeah. up and smell the beans. But <laughs> <laughs> you're putting him to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm jamming the beans up his nose. So... <laughs> I, I don't think Niccolo is going to use a witty one-liner, and I doubt he's going to put the guard in a stranglehold. That's true. Talking during combat's more Lucia's thing. Yep. <laughs> God, thank God we can communicate telepathically, or this person across from me would be I like, know, would be like what? what? They're already starting in their letter. Lady or man. I suppose the rest of you downstairs, uh, are you heading down? to go inform uh, your compatriots? What yes, do you I, I'm specifically, okay, I'm going to go find Vindelfeck and make him be shush, and you go find the other groups and make them be shush, and then we'll all just be shush. Yeah, I'll keep an eye down the hallway from, like, the end of it, just so that way I can keep, because I have dark vision, so we don't have to have lights on. Um, yeah, if we want to kill oh, the yeah, lights. Oh, yeah, we should kill all the lights, and that would mm -hmm. help kind of hide, and yes. then we could ambush them in the dark if we have If we, if right, we so have, well, it comes I'd down rather to not, it. but. Uh, I mean, yeah, what? exactly, I'm the same. So, real quick, um, half of Lucia and half of Adria's movement speed, what would that be? Oh. Um, I have a 25-foot movement speed, so mine would be 10. 10. I have a 25-foot movement speed. Unless so you 10. want me to get some panache. I try to get some panache. Okay. Then I'd, so then I'd have 15. So, stealthing, both of you can move 30 feet down the hallway. Yep. Using all three of your actions to go stealthing off. Yeah, I mean, I can move 30 feet as well and be at basically the end of the hall. So, I'll stay there. Basically, where you can see where all of you are staying. Yep. Vittoria, you hear a hand turn the knob on the door. The door slides open. You know, light comes in from uh, from outside. A tall, broad-shouldered, 
dark-skinned, piercing gaze, Datari stands in the doorway. And she gasps, pretending that she is shocked and, like, accidentally squeezes one of the bags and some of the beans, like, start pouring out. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. They're beans, I, not green. Oh, uh, uh, oh, my lord. Um, uh, I am so sorry. Oh, no, I'm making a mess of things. Laurie is going to be so angry. Uh, hi. Um, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> you scared the bejesus out of her. Feel bad. <laughs> Come on, have a heart, Datari man. I figure she immediately like bends down and starts like gathering them up, but not putting them back with it because they're dirty now. But she's like trying to gather yeah. up what she. But you could spilled. wash them, and they'd probably be all right. Technically, n- wait. Let's go ahead and get a deception check out of that. The guard pauses for a moment, takes a step forward, and pretty much almost like a reflex, just kind of takes a step forward, kneels down, like takes a knee. Uh, picks up some of the coffee beans. I apologize, miss. It uh, wasn't my intention to startle you. We're here looking for... Uh... <sighs> he shakes his head and shrugs. Something. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! I mean, I don't know exactly what you're going to find in a coffee shop. It's only my first day. <laughs> well, because typically Laria only hires halflings and... And so I've, I have I begged for a job because I needed one. Cause it, anyway, so it's my first day and I'm already messing up. I, what are you looking for? Have you seen anything suspicious here? We were told you, that they were... You, Mr. Datari man. <laughs> Dude. Her secret recipe for he, making the best coffee ever. He kind of looks at you, kind of leans back, you know, looks out the doorway. Uh, can I be honest with you, miss? Uh, uh, sure. This is also my first week on the force, so I'm trying to, like, make a good impression here. So, um, you know, we're looking for, like, we were told, we received an anonymous note written in green ink for some reason that, um... That seems significant. ...said that there is some sort of suspicious activity and unsavory practices at the shop. Uh... I mean, the most unsavory thing is... is just... I've heard sometimes they serve cold coffee just toward the end of the night just to get rid of it, but that's the most unsavory thing I've seen. Oh. <laughs> sometimes they just reheat coffee. the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the donuts on the lowest shelf are stale. <laughs> <gasps> Crime against humanity there. <laughs> I understand that there are a lot of um, students that come here. Quite a few. He kind of turns his head, you know, stands up, helping you, you know, up to your feet. Like, even offers a hand down to you, help you up to your feet. Oh, she Hands takes over it. the coffee beans. She's, she's going into this. Nice, nice. He looks back towards the uh, the main room. I know the, the Tatari are worried about the educated elites, if you will. Oh, God. Uh, they're usually oh, God, the first to become. That, oh, we're on to that stage of Concerned passes. about. I can tell you right now. <laughs> Look out there. Do you see those noses in books? Midterms are coming up. I don't even know how I'm going to study for mine because I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you or anything. No, I'm just saying. You d- right now, that is the least of your worries. <laughs> but you haven't seen anyone that isn't normally uh, around here. Um, again, it's my first day. Okay. But uh, if, if if I do hear anything, I mean, what, what's your name? I could I could maybe send word along. Rannell, Officer Rannell. Datar. Make you look good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do a quick glance around through the uh, the room here, if you don't mind. Of, of, of course, let me let me slide out of your way, and she like slides past him and and tries to like close the broken bag up while she's standing there in the doorway. 
the man makes his way in, begins looking over the shelves. You just kind of watch as one step after the next step after the next step, he gets steadily closer towards the back of the room. Cesare, I imagine, sitting uncomfortably shifting, trying not to draw attention to the two from the two other Tatari that are standing at the, the main door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The man looks through the various bags. It's about then, Vittoria, that you see his foot land like half an inch away from the edge of the trap door. Although he currently he's looking up towards some of the shelves up higher. Um, you know, I know it's my first day and all, but I know that they put the best pastries toward the back of the bin. I could get some for you and your Datari friends. Go ahead, make me a deception check. It's you not know, a while you're role. searching and all. It's not a secret role. It's hard work keeping role. us all safe here. <laughs> not for a diversion, oh, no. Yes, I rolled an 18. <laughs> I can see a 23. <laughs> yes. The man loves pastries. Let's recruit him. I know, right? <laughs> we cannot recruit every NPC we meet that gets a name. Sir, I know it's your first day on the Dotari, but how do you feel about quitting? <laughs> how do you feel about that freedom, son? How, about, how, how, how do you feel about doing the exact opposite of the job you how have right now? How do you feel right about now? being a double agent? <laughs> Oh, that's what we need. Some inside men. Top men. <laughs> so, sorry, what was your deception again? Uh, I rolled an 18 for a uh, 25. 25. That's pretty Dang. good. That's Is pretty that good. That's a critical success. Oh, my God. That's I really mean, high. Oh, wait, sorry. 23. Like, you're not using this in the creative diversion, like, trying to Haha, look over there and then making a stealth check or something like that. You're actually just trying to draw this person's attention away from what's going on. Kind of almost more of a feint or just a lie. The man hesitates. Um, no, sorry. I, I, I really shouldn't. I appreciate it. But um, I mean, my, my shift doesn't end at six, so I, I would be happy to stop by and, and grab something on the way back home. Right, if, if, if you're you have a date with a Datari date the Datari so, and turn him into for, a double I'm, I'm, agent. I, I, I'm sorry. No, I have a girlfriend. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to imply that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now but it's if, you awkward. Have, if you have anything that's not like jellied. You know, I, I will make sure that something is set aside okay. for you. Like I... Get something really for stupid. the girlfriend. I, I like to go out sometimes and, you know, like, we'll, we'll just hang around everything down at the dock before curfew, obviously. You know, of but course, I can be out after curfew now if I want to be. But. <laughs> that's, that's a bit impressive. Why is this yeah. Otari so chill, but, man? I love him. Like, go out there and, you know, I I like to go feed the ducks sometimes. I don't know. I, just, I like ducks. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you got any you. still donuts or anything, I'd be more than happy to, to take them off your hands. I can definitely set that up. I think that okay. is fantastic. All right. Now well, that, that beat his DC 17 perception check. <laughs> <laughs> well done. The man just kind of takes a quick glance around. No, I mean, obviously you're not hiding any uh, revolutionaries inside the barrels. He ah. kind of thumps on the side of one of them. <laughs> Ow! No. <laughs> uh, no. Niklo actually was in the barrel of beans. No. I mean, Laurie hasn't even told me everything in here yet. She was like, stick with the beans. And I did, and then I dropped the them. I did, and then I dropped them. <laughs> Trust me, I, I get it. You know, like your first week on the job here, like you get all the crappiest assignments. And like two days ago, I was I was digging through some sort of pig trough, looking oh. for something because someone was saying that they're like secreting in magic items inside of pigs. I don't really know. Uh, I mean, they do eat anything. We, we take some notes for later on how to smuggle some magic items. <laughs> We've gotten so many false reports that people are now just doing this, like dropping them on our doorstep instead of actually talking to us. They're just trying to like, I think avoid us entirely. 
Which is strange. Like, we're here. Like, I mean, the Tari are shorthanded right now. That's what I'm stepping up. You know? Huh. Like, anyway. Um, They're shorthanded. He steps out. Uh, at about the same time, Laria emerges with two more Tatari as chesri has been like sitting there uncomfortably for like three or four minutes. All of you downstairs waiting with like weapons in the hallway, like <laughs> yeah, ready to just Nicola, shake do the you next see person anything? that comes down. <laughs> no, Not yet. Let's shush everyone down here. So I figure if, if once Laria is like coming out of the room, like uh, Vittoria like tenses up and then she like takes a couple steps forward. She's, I'm, I'm so sorry. I know it's my first day. I don't lie. I did drop a few. But we picked them up, and I'll make sure I get straight to making the coffee. I told you to stick to the things on the high shelf. If it's low downs like the beans, I can get them just fine. I just, I don't want to have to keep reaching up all the way up to the top shelf. <sighs> I, you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's calmed down. Why don't, why don't you just, you just take your break real quick. Um, and please, uh, please decaf, dear. We're okay. Well. The lieutenant turns over to the Tatar you're speaking to. Uh, nothing in there, sir. Everything checks out. Um, nothing suspicious. Lieutenant nods. I'm sorry to trouble you, ma'am. We have to follow up on all of these reports. If this becomes a reoccurrent problem, don't worry. We have ways of tracking people down. And if these false reports continue, we will deal with them appropriately. The, the young Tatari that you just you know, came out of the back you know, nods. Right, right. Falsifying a report that's three gold pieces or two weeks in uh, hard labor. Yes, son, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Oh, I like him. We Yay. should recruit him somehow. Yes. Well, that's our... why I wanted to get his name, because I'm like, if we can like start getting inroads with the Datari and, and maybe like, like get some spies story, yeah. going. We're sorry to bother you. The guards collect themselves, turn, and then uh, as suddenly as they appeared, disappear back out the front door. We did Yikes. it! We didn't have to Yikes. fight anyone. Good. Victoria goes back. I just to the got a great idea for back. a disinformation campaign, though. Jeez, tons of false reports. Huh? Hey, and we learned they're short, short-handed. Lots yeah, of false they reports. Fired half the people. Well, yeah, and green ink. Apparently. Yeah. Does Laria still have the note? No. I assume they need it for evidence. But she read the note. I mean, I guess we wait down here until somebody gives us the all clear. Yeah. No, you guys are stuck down there forever. Okay, yeah, we live here fair now. enough. It's fine. I'm it's sure there's a long moment eventually, like Cesare, once he thinks the coast is clear, like stands up, slides, makes his way over, joins uh, Laria, who's already stepped into the pantry as well. All of you oh, can fuck. descend down to the lower level and step out. As Nico you know, goes, wow. Oh. Yeah, Nico's eyes just sort of glow in the dark for a moment, and then he's like, oh, I see. No, I if think it's we're pitch good, black everyone. down here, Cesare's gonna go ahead and cast a light spell. <laughs> oh god, the Datari, no magic! <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure we call ahead, like, all yeah. clear. <laughs> you know? Everything yeah. seems to be fine, then. Laria leans her head and it's just like, kaka kaka. Uh, <laughs> yes, the secret the secret raven call of kaka kaka. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> let a bird in here. <laughs> Those are your nemeses. Yes. Well, no, I mean, Nicola would just start if there's a cool, cool. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me. Even deep underground, I'm not safe. Well, that was exciting. Laria says she makes her way in, dusts herself off. What was that all about? Apparently, there are uh, an abundance of false reports being sent to the Datari. People are not showing up themselves as just dropping notices off. 
To be hmm. fair, this wasn't a false report, but um. But that is the thing. Do they think it was a false report? They just getting at Laria, or do they see something that they shouldn't have? I got the impression from the guard captain and his uh, or the lieutenant and uh, and his men, that it was uh, they seem to think that there's nothing really to it here, but. Mm. Routine search. I took him upstairs, gave him a quick tour around, you know, gave him a shot of shot of the brandy for the road. Nice. Yeah. Well then, that seems to be. I mean, everything ends well, right? So, business as usual so, for now. So, what made him think that there was anything going on here anyway? I mean, Someone this place sees a lot of foot traffic, right? Left a note, but I didn't see the note. Hmm. I did. What did it say? What did it say? It was an unsigned letter. Green ink. Hmm. It was a tidy script. It said that that they'd advise the Datari to go and check the Long Road's coffee house. That there was suspicious activity and unsavory practices. It's very non-specific. Mm. Greening can't be that uncommon, or can't be that common, right? It costs a few extra know. coppers, I would assume. I use greening here. Mm. Do you think it was one of your employees? I can't imagine. I mean, I lied my little hiney off when I was upstairs talking to those guards. Mm. Every single one of the the employees here were former slaves. Mm. They were all saved by the network. I can't imagine any reason that they'd turn on us or go to the Datari. No. It seems unlikely. Well, that leaves us with the uh, Chellish Citizens Group. Somebody may have noticed us coming in, like a lot of people going into the the pantry there, and then they just don't come out for a while. Yeah, they've been less shy about their activity at the school as well. We need to find a different uh, place to hide out that maybe doesn't have as much foot traffic. Yeah, that's definitely occurring to me. Mm. It's going to be hard to find somewhere that has... uh, a large enough space for Rexus and the others. The other option is we actually use those tunnels. He glances over at the um, center shrine. I mean, we can and go, come and go from the uh, the shrine here. Again, it leads you out. Uh, if you go south, it'll lead you out not too far away from the uh, the docks. And if you go north, it'll lead you out beyond the city walls. Maybe a good idea to at least occasionally use it for now. How deep is the water once you get out that way? It never really gets much deeper than seven, eight feet. Not too bad, then. But I could see about securing a boat and bringing it down here. That would be good. Might be a good alternative for the time being. At least until we can find more safe houses. I mean, I agree. We should be getting more houses, but that's going to be hard for now. Maybe not. Because we did find a bunch of deeds and stuff in the Victacora estate, so, I mean, maybe some of those properties are uninhabited and kind of far off places. We'll have to be careful about which ones we use, though, because if someone just shows up with a deed... Yeah. Well, perhaps if I can uh, take a day or so off of work, I can come help Rexis finish some of the translations, and then we can get to work more on the deeds and the documents. Yeah, and you know, I can probably figure out a boat. Um, I know a lot of craftspeople. I know a lot of people out at the docks, so uh, I'll see about getting a boat. What are the buildings around the coffee house on, like, the street level? Most of the buildings around here are townhouses. So it's residential. So we're walking by people's houses all the time. I mean, a lot of them are in a traditional style where the ground floor is a business and then the upper floors are residential. But some of them are just literally student living quarters for the students that aren't living on campus with Alabaster Academy. Um, The various people that, you know, merchants that mainly work in the newt market. Uh, a variety of different, um, basically the more 
the less noisy businesses. Like you're not going to find any smiths or any, you know, workers like that in this this area, but there's a lot of seamstresses and embroiderers and painters and craftsmen. Scribes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Scribes, yeah. etc. The well, ones that don't need necessarily a specialized building to perform their duties. Yeah. Uh, Rex is, you know, nods. No, the, there are a number of houses that my parents own. Um, owned. But again, these are, these are mostly small houses, single family houses. It'd be difficult to keep more than one of us there. I think maybe you're right in just using the water entrance instead of the upstairs. I wonder if there's some way we can maybe knock down a wall down here and maybe find another connecting passage on the street level. I mean, I don't think any of us are really that good at uh, whatever it would be to know how to not make the whole building Demolition. come down on us. Well, and that's going to be real loud. That too. Although if this uh, waterway connects out to the river at all, I mean, the Dotari do patrol that, so. Exactly. Well, we just couldn't use it you know, after curfew, but we're trying not to be out there after curfew anyway, right? Yeah. But if they start noticing a lot of people coming and going by the waterway, just like they were, they might have noticed us coming through the coffee house, we're going to be in the same predicament. Is there any uh, kind of like toll or anything for coming on the waterway? No, there's docking fees if you're actually using any of the docks. Yeah, we wouldn't, we would only be able to really use it to get either out to the docks or in here. I don't think it would be very feasible to get much further than that. As far as the entrance to this area is concerned, she leads all of you back into the war room, points down at the map. You'll see just to the south of where the Long Roads is, and then across Villagree Park, there's a large wall. At the base of that wall is the cliff. It's only about 80 feet high or so. And just on the other side of that, there's a small water entrance. It's only about three feet high at high tide. Mm. As far as, like, head clearance from uh, the water to the top of the, uh, well, the sewer entrance, basically. So easy enough for people my height to get through. The rest of you would have to duck a little bit, but before it wasn't an issue because we weren't under a curfew in martial law. Mm. Now it's a little bit more difficult. Okay, I can get a rowboat for 15 gold pieces, which I have. So let's do this then. We'll do a rotation. Some of us can come and go upstairs. Some of us can come and go with the boats. Well, I seem to have set myself up as a part-time employee. Um, sorry about that. Um, you can apologize to Pietro for me. Mm. Wouldn't like to th him to think that I was scalping his talent. I know, it was Pietro that wrote the note. No! <laughs> <laughs> that would I be a seriously twist doubt right it, there. But, uh, what a twist. No. Uh, <laughs> I figure, uh, Laurie, or not Laurie, I figure Victoria's going to start keeping like an apron and whatnot here just so that if she ever needs to sell this again, she can actually put that on and look like an employee. <laughs> okay, I'll also say I hate paying that toll on the bridge, so... Uh, I'm game for using that old set of docks by the Silva Saw and then like rowing myself across and in through the little hidey hole secret, then don't have to pay that toll every time. Well, the problem is you'll actually be paying more in boating fees because you have to rent the dock space to tie up your boat. Also, that's a long way to row. Well, you need to row a lot like that anyway. It's going to be cheaper on that side than it is in the main shipyards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. Which means like we'd have to put the boat somewhere. We and, uh, the main dock's expensive. For a rowboat, it would just be a copper piece a day, so like the price difference wouldn't be that much, except for you're paying it every day. Well, yeah, but we, regardless of if we put the boat on the dock I'm talking about or the main dock, we still have, if we're not if it's not in the hideout. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have to use it. It has to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we can either put it on the dock or we can just stash it next I mean, to that's the, the thing is... Hokum's Phantasmagorium. That's a creepy place, right? Would could we stash it behind there? 
you know, we, we might honestly be overthinking this a little bit. It might just be easier for you guys to take a couple of extra bags out of here whenever you leave. Feel free to take some coffee, coffee with you. And then whenever you're coming back, just bring some bags back. And people think I'm just getting deliveries. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Easiest is probably Other than the fact best. that we don't come out after we drop that off. Well, the question is, who did this and why? Yeah. If it's if it's someone that actually knew what you were doing, wouldn't they say, I saw five suspicious people or a suspicious-looking tiefling with some half-elves making their way back into the back room? And then this not is coming extraordinarily out vague. I have a feeling okay, this I was just... I still kind of want a boat. I mean, fine. You're free to get the boat. I'm not going to use it. I don't you know You can how store to it down here if you want. You don't yeah. have to pay docking fees. I think I'll store the boat down here, and then we have a getaway if we need to. Yeah. Just because, like, I need justification for, you know, learning my sailor lore again. Also, I, I want she a boat. She just wants a boat. Just because. <laughs> I deserve but, a boat. But, um, no, I mean, that's a good idea. But I, I have a feeling that this was just a random letter that happened to get lucky. They probably didn't know what we were doing. And it just so happened that, yes, we were, in fact, doing something here. And it okay. sounds like they're getting a lot of these. So if they're getting a lot of false reports and maybe they're just vague like this... That might be somebody who's not exactly, you know, hip to, uh, well, I'm not going to use that word. That might be indicative of somebody who's maybe would be a supporter of Oz. Well, maybe. and it's also possible that rivals are using it against each other. Sect of Dotari on then someone else get their business shut down and then, oh, you're suddenly making profits. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the yeah. first time that I've had to deal with that someplace. Especially considering who I am and who I hire. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that just love to throw, you know, oh, She's a halfling. They must be all escaped slaves. And they're right, but it's still racist. Right. <laughs> Very true. I mean, you're not wrong, but... Uh. but um, yeah, I mean, I th- I'm not worried it's... for the long term. I don't think that this was... I don't think that they know anything, whoever wrote this note. It's a good opportunity for people to get other people in trouble for things that the Dotari would normally overlook. Yeah. But for now, oh. I suppose we should just be careful and... Yeah, I mean, that that doesn't mean that it's not warranted for additional caution. Especially since the Tatari have been here now at least once. Don't mind that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Don't mind the secret rolls? Yeah, okay. <laughs> thank, um, thank goodness that it at least tells us that there's secret <laughs> rolls so we would know. Pay no attention to the rolls behind the curtain. <laughs> Well, it might be wise for all of us to disperse for the evening, just in case. I'm due with my sister-in-law's for dinner this evening, anyway. What are you having? Just not. Yeah. Whatever she's cooking, it's always a surprise. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just always curious. I like food. <laughs> oh, uh, before we disperse, do any of you happen to know how to cut hair? Um, yes, but why? So I'm thinking about, like, coming up with this new, like, persona of being like a different person so that I can like go about the town and not have to worry about like being tailed by the Dotari or anything like that, right? That person's gonna have a different haircut and a different hair color than yours truly. So that, so that I sell it a little bit better. So if I just look the exact same, then everybody's gonna be like, oh no, that, 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 there's Lucia. Well, I could probably help with the cutting if I had the right implements. Uh, the dying, you may have to seek help elsewhere. Speaking of my sister-in-law, she is a makeup and hair artist that used to work at the opera house. Uh, no, not, don't want to go anywhere near there. Used to. They're not doing plays or anything right now. Would you have known her? Probably, yeah. Her name is Kalanis. Oh, yep, definitely know Miss Kalanis. Yep. Okay, so I can't go there because then she would know me, and then the connection to my secret identity would be possible. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be like a totally different person and really get into the role so that like I'm basically like there's Lucia who's a separate person from like this person. You're reinventing yourself. Kind of, but only in a fake way. You're making an alter ego. That works. I was going to say, I'm just going to go into some real method acting, but I guess that probably, you probably don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I'm another moron. Chesare rolls his eyes. <laughs> also, um... <laughs> okay, how, okay, but really, okay, I get like some of you Huffer Crust people, but like, you think Nicolo's ever gone to a show? I'm and trained in performance. <laughs> what? Yeah. Also, let me just tell you, uh, ain't nobody like a uh, method actor. So just uh, maybe stop thinking of it as a performance and think of it more as like, I got to do this. I understand that you want to be in some sort of disguise because even though you broke away from your family, they're going to be keeping an eye out for you. That's kind of my thought as well as Mm -hmm. I'm already on that Dotari's radar. So do what you need to do then. Morgan, who's also been hanging, like, again, you guys have been doing this entire yeah. conversation around all of the Silver Ravens, just shakes his head. Well, they're we, all in the know anyway. I, I know you're doing, you've been doing this whole flamboyant swordswoman thing, right? Right. The first rule for being just a straight up swords person, as you're asking me to train you to be, the simplest solution, always the simplest solution. I think you're, you're, you're overthinking it, you're thinking fancy footwork and all the rest of that stuff. Pointy in goes in the other person. Just just change your name. Change your hair. Change your hair. And most people aren't going to care because while nobles tend to think of themselves as being the center of the universe, I can't tell you what any of the actual noble lords look like, let alone their children. I can see the look on Jordan's face is like Lucia is getting a light bulb moment. People don't just know me. <laughs> oh god, I don't think I can I don't I remember what they look like. I remember them when they're announced. <laughs> she's met some of them on like a handful of times, you know. Yeah. But so, Morgar is right. The easiest thing to do is to keep it simple. Yep. Exactly. Okay, got it. So like new name, new hair, same Lucia. There exactly. You go. Okay. Done. Maybe deal. just style your hair differently. I'm thinking shorter. All right. You know, because like when I'm when I'm swinging the sword and stuff, I'm concerned about having there. to purchase new character art. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, or when my when my son was around, I used to cut his hair. I took a bullet, I put it on his head, and then I just cut straight around and made a little uh, hairstyle. I could do that for you. I could put. Some... I don't want to look like Rock Lee. First off, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna give you a bowl cut, like a legit. I could uh, style it up in some braids. It'd be a more elvish fashion, but it'd be out of your way. I can do a fishtail. Raven holds up a paws. I can do braids. I can cut. I can do what you, whatever you need. And I have a fork if you need to comb it for any reason. <laughs> all right, Ariel. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I couldn't afford a comb, all right? Oh, it's so sad. I'm going to buy you a comb, Niccolo. You don't have yeah, to Yeah, do we got to come over and do like a... Uh, <laughs> oh, you do one of those uh, like remodel shows? Yeah, yeah, like a fixer-upper show. So, segueing away from the 10 minutes we spent talking about changing someone's <laughs> hair color. I'm excited about it. Victoria, are you cutting her hair? I guess so. Do we have some scissors down here and possibly I'm sure a razor blade? Laria can get you some. Yeah, Laria's Laria has all that stuff. Oh, we okay. can also probably dye your hair. We just need to find something. I, I just I assume that like Victoria knows how to cut, but dyeing is more of alchemical stuff that she's not as familiar with. 
Yeah, the only reason that Lucia might know anything about that is sometimes you do dye your hair for different roles, but that'd but probably be so great. Sorry. A wig. Also, correction. One thing that I've noticed is that for some reason, apparently, Lucia's kind of coming across as a one-man band. Where you're like, oh, well, you dye your hair for roles. It's like, no. You are the weak. actress does not dye her hair for roles. Someone dyes her hair for her. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I put my makeup on. It's like, no, a makeup artist puts your makeup on for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and bounce me a quick uh, uh, craft check. Craft hair. Craft, craft hair. Cesare is going to dinner at his sister-in-law's house. All right, bye, Cesare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I rolled a 13 <laughs> for a... Let's see, my craft is 8. So 21? It's a shockingly good haircut. Sweet. Considering like DC 15 is just like this is a passable haircut. This is something I get at Pro Cuts. So, you know, 21 is actually cool. pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it didn't need to be perfect either because I, I, I'm I not trying to make it look like it was a two well, sure, haircut. You know? but it's a nice haircut. Yeah, 21's an expert level haircut. Yeah, bear nice. in mind that Victoria is like a perfectionist. Okay, we got to get oh, Victoria fair. to cut everybody's hair. <laughs> anyway, I, I want to buy a boat, so I guess I'm going to go buy a rowboat. So, yeah, before all of you head out, you know, Rex's nuts. Um, so yeah, it does seem like right now we don't really have anything else uh, in the in the works, as it were. Uh, mm. So I will continue my research on any of this. Uh, any of you, uh, I know, Chazare, you've returned back the uh, the book that I gave you on uh, strict syntax and such, and uh, uh, Miss uh, Scordato has gotten uh, very good at uh, both strix as well as uh, celestial. Uh, shockingly, so extraordinarily fast. Uh, so if either of you are interested in helping me with decoding any of these documents, you're of course more than welcome to uh, to come down and assist me with that as well. And uh, I suppose for now, unless something pops up, uh, same time next week. That sounds, sounds like good. a plan. I'll probably pop in and make sure that y'all are eating. It seems like some of you forget to eat. And she looks like at Rex's specifically. I'll be down a few times to grade the papers and I suppose I need to learn how to swim. Just mm. right eyes the water. Morgar just smiles. I'd be more than happy to teach you. You yeah? too, Raven. Okay. Can I get some of those little water, like, water wings? She swims by spinning oh. on your head. I'll write oh. him in a note, see if he can make you some along with your cloaks and your vests. Yeah, if he can give me a nice one piece, maybe a little one of those little, like, swimmer caps. <laughs> Raven's going to have a better outfit than Cesare by the end of this oh, can we make path. Can we make little kitty-sized goggles? Yeah. Oh. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, before uh, Vittoria, es I said I was going to say escapes, before Vittoria leaves <laughs> for the evening, uh, she is also going to hand uh, Lucia two books on Kentargo Law. Okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. Read up. If you have any questions, let me know. I definitely will. Or ask Morgar. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, wait, course, he's, a, he's a former guardsman. Of course he knows the law. All right. Yeah. After Victoria leaves, Warguard just kind of looks over. I Really, they just give us the basics. I couldn't debate in court or anything like she's talking about. Like, I just, I generally know what is illegal and then stop people for it. Is that what you're looking for? Or are you looking for something like letter of the law contracts kind of thing? No, really just wanting to know, like, if I were to commit a crime, hypothetically speaking, how how bad would it be? 
Oh, yeah, I can definitely tell you that. <laughs> That's exactly what the Dotari know. <laughs> exactly. It's like pretty much, I pretty much want to know what the Dotari know because those are the things we're actually going to get in, prob in trouble with. We're not going to be doing like devil bound contracts or anything like well, that. Well, let's Yet. hope not. <laughs> no. Yeah, hopefully never. Yeah. Who knows? And if we are, we definitely need uh, not Lucia to negotiate them. It's true. And that <laughs> that was your first mistake. Mm. Yep. You scatter to the winds. Uh, Jessica, you can buy your boat if you so Yay, wish. Boat. Jordan, you're down there continuing to do your training. Yep. Uh, Cesare, are you, I believe you're still working full time. You're not going to be down there because it is going to take your full time yeah, to be down yeah, there to I'm actually still translate working full time. Okay. And Cesare would send a letter to Hedeman actually asking about another date, not about Raven's swimsuit okay. <laughs> at some point this week. <laughs> you know? Nice. Before you send it, unbeknownst to you, Raven wakes up in the night and you know, dips her claw in the ink and then writes down a little P.S. Raven needs a swimsuit on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and it sticks her paw in the ink and stamps a little, little bit of paw print on the bottom and then calls it a day. <laughs> I gotta name my boat. Maybe the fans can name the boat. Ooh. There oh, there we go. Fans name the boat. Yeah, Cesare, you uh, you make your way down to the. Uh, so yeah, you make your way down to the Udamus uh, tenement, which are not, not that great, but you know your sister makes a living here. Again, it's always been like a, this. Again, you've lived in your high tower, and your sister-in-law lives in a uh, substantially poor neighborhood. Although she is very happy with the job that she does. Yeah. And this is again isn't one of those like it's a rundown older it's no building. It's no devil's uh, nursery. Well, yeah, it's no devil's nursery, and it's an old, it's an older building that's a little run down. But it's and it's kind of one of those. Uh, all I can think to say is hipster kind of community things. We're just oh, like okay. it's, it's just parts district. It's a yeah, bohemian. it's just mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of bohemian. You know, there are a whole bunch of like starving artists that wear that live here, and so on and so forth. A production of Rent happens every week. <laughs> minutes. Yes, most of the people that live here are either local laborers or artisans. Usually either working in the surrounding businesses here or artisans trying to make a living on their own without actually having a shop. Does my niece still live with her mom or is she boarding at the school? Uh, she's boarding at the school, which is where most of your sister-in-law's money goes. Just making sure that she can stay in school. Yeah. Which school? The uh, school I teach at, its name just flew oh, out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. The Alabaster Cat, that place that I teach. The place that I go every day and I can't remember to save my life. Uh, and you are, of course, aware that there's still no update pertaining towards her son, the Hell Knight, who is missing. Who has been missing since the Night of Ashes. Yes. Um, That's her son? Her yeah, son. my nephew. So Cesare's yeah. nephew. Yeah, we haven't found any, like, Hell Knight bodies or anything. Not that we probably would have. No. No, I mean, no one's seen anything pertaining towards, you know, he was Order of the Torrent, so. Mm. Well, they're all missing, right? They're yeah. all missing. Yeah. Although no one really knows why. Victoria, you are planning on working with Rexus this week, correct? Yeah, I figure um, she actually does have midterms coming up, so I figure she already had it like scheduled with uh, Pietro and Elena that she's going to take the week off, so she just spends her time in the uh, wasp nest either studying and or deciphering. Studying for midterms. Yeah, and like I said, Cesare does pop in a couple times during the week to grade papers and just, you know, chit-chat with everybody. Just hang out. And, hang yeah. out with, like, yeah, can, you, you kind of get down there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's it's I'm down here. Lucia's here. We've got Vittoria here. You know, let's sit around. Like, uh, Raven convinces all of you to play a game of cards. Uh, yeah, we'll play some pokers. I was going to say, you know Vittoria's counting them cards. Yep. <laughs> Ra Nobody Raven comes back again? out and is wearing a little vest and has one of those like little green visor dinner <laughs> hats on. <laughs> Shades ah, over her eyes. She just has yeah. costumes she for get everything. all these clothes. 
She's like an anime she, cat. Yeah. When Cesare isn't paying attention, she's breaking into like toy shops and stealing clothes off of dolls. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she has a this partner in a crime. Shark. This yeah. one's a car shark. <laughs> the week passes. Uh, Nicolo, you go about your usual business. I don't think you're doing anything in addition to just uh, going about your usual daily business. Yeah, I, I can't help with the translations. So, um, I mean, I'm going to buy a sap while I'm out because I figured that would be a good addition to my arsenal. But other than that, yeah. I was sitting down there going, I don't have anything to club a Datari with. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lesser sentence if you clubbed them versus killed them. So, you know. Well, it's yeah. probably well, Borgar like, you know, I really wish you wouldn't kill all my former coworkers. And then uh, Niccolo was like, hmm, sap. All right, I'll I can knock, knock them out. out. That's fine. <laughs> I have decided what Adria is doing with one of her days off because I looked through the shop owners on Bleak Bridge and she will go and get some flowers from Fine Flowers to help spruce up the, the hideout. She will also get really terrible signet rings that have ravens on them, enough for each of us to have one for secret communiques. Um, what? That's sounds- from Lena Raven Lips. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, that's just like her thing. It's just like uh-huh. Raven signature. No, ring? she makes uh, cheap costume, costume jewelry. Cheap costume jewelry. Ah, okay. Because um, I was also... like, that's a pretty good indicator that we're you know we're with them is because they we got also the it's like Sam Moon. If you can't tell by the name Raven Lips, that was the goth gnome yeah. that you ran into. Mm. Oh, great! So she she runs Not like a Sam Moon kind right of shop. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I stop in and grab some cheeses and smoked meats so that there's something other than pastries for the folks down here, especially Rexus to eat um, from. Gedna, who's awesome, and uh, then I sent. That's that's all of these are my excuses to stop and talk to all these shop owners and like gather information from them on, on okay. one of the days. Oh, smart, nice, smart. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs a hat or anything, right? Because I do have. There's a guy that makes hats, but right. I don't really need a hat. So I got a cool. Okay, hat. so quick, quick round table. So uh, another week passes as all of you continue your your preparations, having gotten uh, having kept yourselves from being possibly discovered by the Tatari. So good on you. Yay! Yeah, y'all didn't even see Victoria's great acting. But she told uh, us, no. and it was great. Yep. Yeah, but y'all are probably all like, the quiet one did that? Nah, <laughs> the quiet ones. Those are the ones you got to watch. But she is taking notes on how to do better okay. lying. So, the week passes. Uh, go ahead and let's uh, bounce some checks real quick to see what you guys make. So, Adria's taking a day off to go and gather some information again. Yep, but I'll be working the other days. All right, so let's go ahead and get a craft check from Adria, an elven lore check from Cesare. A guild lore check from Niccolo. So yeah, I just need those three other checks since uh, you're down there and Lucia is also still retraining. Yep. I rolled a 13 for a 15 on my craft check. A 15 is perfectly a success. Hey. Uh, I mean, you actually have some good business this week. Maybe you save some of those oh, 13 flowers. 13 for an 18. And... So I, I was about to say, you only have a plus two craft. No, 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 13 <laughs> plus yeah. for an 18. I don't know why I said 15. 18. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. An 18 does succeed. It is not a critical success. It is still just a success, though, uh, nice. which does still earn you eight silver pieces for the day or for the four days worth of work that you get in. Oh. And this is on like a five day work week thing. I'm assuming that everyone is working five days. Cool. They're working, you know, five days a week, eight hours a day. Um, making time for yourselves. That means that you still had like, oh, I have my Saturday so I can go and buy my boat. And cool. when the shops are still open. Do and your laundry, do. you know, like chores of living, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Record your podcast on the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Today on Adria's podcast, we're going to talk about meat pies, y'all. And go ahead and uh, make me your gather information check. Oh. Aha. I roll an 18 for a 23. Very nice. 
I bought a lot of things from these folks, so I feel like that helped. Uh, in the meantime, we've got... Chesser, what'd you make? Uh, I rolled a 10 for an 18. 18 is a success. Uh, again, you spend the week just teaching your classes, standard things. You have a good week. Um, things are going well. Uh, you picked up a few extra classes in language and history. Mm-hmm. Uh, earning you a total of one gold piece, five silver. As you earn three um, silver pieces for a success per day. Does Hedeman respond about like the date and all that stuff? Because I figure we probably did that on the day before, so the star day. Oh, yeah. Go out and have another pleasant date. And then how much do I owe him for Raven's clothes, for God's sake? I get an entire <laughs> wardrobe. I'll say five silver pieces if you want, like, the whole wardrobe for him. Okay. Raven's freaking I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you really want it, but it happened. <laughs> you should have All never right, taught Raven to write. Yep. Nicola rolled an eight for a 13. So. Oh, poor Nicola. Yeah, it hasn't been a good yeah. couple last time, though. Yeah. Slightly but, better. However, that is still unfortunately a failure, meaning that you're still just getting people more jobs for the Saltmakers Guild and probably feeling a little guilty because, I mean, it is terrible backbreaking work for almost yeah. no pay. Unfortunately, I just can't seem to find anything else. So. No. Nope. It's better so than. So you not do earn yourself a, a silver piece. Yay. <laughs> it's a quarter of what I need to pay. And we need to take out our costs of living, right? Yep. For yep. those of you who yep. are subsisting, it is four silver pieces. For those of you who are comfortable, it is one gold piece. All right, and Vittoria, you're attempting to decipher some writing, correct? Yes. So you all gather yourselves back together. After another week passes, another week of fun entertainment, basically working for most of you. Again, it's you're, you're kind of like a D&D party where you just like, we get together every Sunday, we get around a table, we look <laughs> at some maps, we move some little pieces around. <laughs> we generally talk about our plans, and then at the end of the day, we just eat some chips and, uh, and have fun, fun with our friends. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's been over a year and a half since I've sat around a D&D table with any of you, ate some chips, and just had fun with my friends. I mean, yeah. we used to have, like, the nice charcuterie board set Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. We had yeah. upped our game, man. Like, we um, never no. thought we would actually use those wedding gifts. <laughs> okay, but what's funny is you said charcuterie board, and Adria walks into this meeting with a charcuterie board. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. A fine Olfin meats and cheeses, apparently. Mmm. There you go. Mm. Delicious. You all gather in together down here in the uh, the wasp nest. You make your way back. Probably stagger yourselves out a little bit. I'm sure Cesare probably, you know, all of you kind of make your way in looking a little bit, not necessarily different than usual, but, you know, Nicolo with a big bag over his shoulder. Like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing in some stuff. And, I've you got know, a box. Victoria, yeah, you've got a box. Like, you're picking up some stuff. And Cesare walks in with a clipboard. <laughs> looking like he's I'm taking inventory. I'm taking inventory. Don't mind me. <laughs> yes, yes, this is me. Victoria brings an apron that she hangs in the pantry just in case. Somehow Raven has a tiny little accounting hat. <laughs> he spends all of his money on cat clothing. <laughs> Where did you get that? Shh. Found it. Just pats you gently. It wasn't in the bundle that Hetman gave you. That was just the cloak and the vest, and I and apparently you requested the swimsuit. Let's just say it was a steal, and then there's a wink. <laughs> You have a klepto for a cat. A well-dressed klepto. Apparently, all she does is steal clothes, so fine. Not just clothes. She holds up one paw and holds up one little, like, toe bean on her paw. And then reaches down, like, digs around in your bag and pulls out the world's tiniest little abacus. (laughs) Are you just... Are you, are you just going to the toy stores and taking whatever props from dolls that you feel like you might need? Only from the really unpopular one, like the accountant doll. <laughs> it was a really bad seller. Cesare 
it just size. Cesare oh, went Lord. and bought every single cosmetic DLC you had in the game, pretty much. <laughs> if we could make a raven build-a-bear and just set that up somewhere, Dude, we would make that. Would be, I would be so pleased. It's a good I thing just, Cesare lives next to a build-a-bear workshop. It's times like this that I wish I was artsy because I would just, like, every time we came up with one of these, I would, like, draw a new version of her and just mm. have... Oh, I know, right? Raven art. just has an entire freaking wardrobe. Raven needs a paper doll. Gosh, back or in the like day those, I had so or those many of vinyl those. stickers that you could peel and stick that were like the paper dolls, yeah. except yeah. 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 Man, that takes me back. Well, Adria sits those. down her box and pulls out the charcuterie board and sits it down and pulls out a little potted plant. You have no idea how that's gonna be alive down here. Puts that in a corner, pulls out a little box with some rings in it, and hands each of you a really cheap looking signet ring that has a raven on it. Is this going to turn our fingers green? Yeah, probably, but it was cheap enough I could buy one for Did all you of get us. one for Raven? I got her a little charm for her uh, collar. Or necklace? Whatever she calls it. It barely little looks bit. like a Raven. She probably like, grabs the bad. smallest one and like puts it on her pinky. <laughs> Maybe one day we get nicer ones. I don't know. Stuffs it in his belt pouch. So did everyone come up with a code name? No. <laughs> oh, that's right. We were going to do that, weren't we? Um... I mean, if we're trying to fit into a similar theme as our Tingu friends and sticking with a raven-esque type, um, there's like hood for the hooded raven, carrion, magpie, rook. Uh, Ooh, I don't know if it's cho rook. or chow, C-H-O-U-G-H. Cough. Cough. Oh, is it cough? Yeah, that's why the yep. Corby, even with the Dyer Corby was named with was named cough. Even with yep. even with the ch. I pronounced it cough, but that's exactly how they spelled the Dyer Corby's name. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll mark that one off. And then because again, all the Dyer Corby's name or all the Tinku's names are plays on Ravens. Also, I know. Yep. That's why I'm like. So I don't know if we want to go straight literal with it or come up. I with was thinking crow. Different. Crow would be good. I want to be rook. She raises her hand. I, you don't have to raise your hand. I was just excited about it. <laughs> It's a good practice, down. though. I guess the raven gets raven. Hello. I mean, that seems <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Is your code name raven or is raven's code name raven? The raven's name is just raven. What if we just call him? You You can be raven and raven can be raven. And we'll just know if we're talking about you. We're probably talking about him. And that's fine. Could I be midnight dancer? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said it sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, if okay, I was so just, all of, all of us are, are Raven names, and Raven's name is like Catfish or something. I don't know. Well, I again, just, we don't necessarily have to go for Raven-esque names. Was, we could go for just dark names. I was going to just say Corvus, which is the technical name for Raven. So Raven and I are technically both Raven, but there's oh, a differentiation. <laughs> oh, that's smart. What if I'm Shadow Raven? No, you're Raven. But dark we Raven. Can, Oh my god. Okay, how about you, Nico? Darkwing Duck over here. You feeling magpie? Um, sure. <laughs> Ooh, I've got it. It's not a raven, though. What about Pigeon Hawk? I think he would hate that. Um, he's but, not a fan of pigeons, if you haven't been able to I mean, But Pigeon Hawks aren't a fan of pigeons. They're, they're famous for eating pigeons. Huh? I like that. <laughs> but that's oh weird god. and breaks the theme. That's a bird. Uh, I mean, Nikola was honestly ambivalent. Whatever y'all want to go with, he's fine with. Nikola's like, whatever. What are you thinking, <laughs> Vittoria? Maybe you come up with a good one. Because of my line of work, carrion kind of fits. Maybe you oh, need like another word. Carrion crow? It's going to be weird to say Vulture. carrion a lot, though. Because, yeah. 
Mm. That would make us sound like crazy people if we were talking in public. I, I kind of like it, to be honest. Lucia just I looks over at Cesare <laughs> with a, why you gotta be like that? <laughs> Shrike. That's, That's taken by another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's all different kinds of J's. Blue J's. Albatross. Gray Wait, J's. is a blue J a raven? They're COVID. Wow, I did not know that. Jordan the player also didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Why don't we call Nikolai Hood since he's kind of the stealthy to- Who's Sorry. Nikolai? I can't. I, it's a thing. Nicola. Why don't we call? Shh, why don't we call Nicolo Hood since he's the roguey stealthy type? I think that suits him. Nicolo shrugs. I'll go with it. Sure. I mean, we could switch. I could be Magpie and you could be Crow if you want like a dark vibe. I mean, Magpies are kind of funny. I think we've officially reached the point that none of our audience are going to keep track of this. Yes, it's fine. My um, my only dislike for doing the Raven themed names though is because the Tingu sisters are already doing that. Wow. And like, the leader of the previous organization was already Jack uh Jackdaw. Well, that's why I wanted to do it. It was we were kind of continuing okay, the mean, tradition. Oh then we So Adria's gonna be magpie and uh Lucia's Rook. Can be crow. Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought I was Carrion. Are you, I, I mean, I liked it, but everybody else shot it Because Carrion doesn't sound like a bird. It sounds like dead things on the side of the road. Well, because it's a carrion crow. Well, if you just go by crow, that's less weird. Okay, I can go by yeah. crow. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because I was like, it's the missing, you're missing the part of your name that is... The bird part. The bird part, yeah. Uh, okay. I guess Hood has the same problem, but, you know. Yeah. Hey, I tried for Jay. Nobody wanted it. Uh, that's because they're one of the t uh, Fushi sisters' name is Jay. Poor Rick having to edit all of that noise. <laughs> you all gather together. Yeah, meet up in the war room, get prepped, all the rest of that good stuff. Yeah, Rexus settles down with all of you. You eat a wonderful brunch of uh, various cured meats and cheeses from mm. fancy little trays. Adria actually knows how to use all those little like prong things that come mm -hmm. with your little sliding tray. Yep, for sure. But oh, uh, I also heard that uh, Barzilla is thinking about getting rid of the uh, the livery. There's been some strange noises down there again. And everybody's thinking it's an eyesore. Wait, there's strange mm. noises. We already cleared that place out. I'm just telling you what I heard. I mean, I did mention it whenever I got pinched, so I maybe that's long, why. Long been thought to be haunted anyway, so. Mm. I mean, I think we've already gotten everything of use from there. Man, there might just be people hearing the dogs making noises down there. Maybe, maybe, but it could also be some of our comrades hiding out in there. Well, not comrades, but you know, the other groups that are MIA. Well, we could put the word out and well, as discreetly as possible and maybe make another trip down there and see if uh, anybody's there and tell them it would be wise to not. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I live by um, there. I could just take a look one day. Yeah, just see if you just notice anybody going by. Yeah. Going in there and not coming out, you know. Uh, well, on the uh, the good news side, um, Victoria and I have actually made some uh, some pretty good headway uh, with, oh, the, with the documents. Great. I'd say we're uh, almost maybe halfway through getting somewhere close to that range. Yes, we managed nice. to decipher quite a bit of information about this uh, mysterious jackdaw. Yes, take the floor. Um, apparently jackdaw um, was a she. Hmm. So she founded the uh, Silver Ravens, um, was known to be, or was thought to be a mysterious elven woman hmm. um, before the advent of the Age of Lost Omens, built herself into some sort of folk hero, like I mentioned before. 
Um, she fought for the downtrodden, for the poor, for the meek, for the, you know, whoever needed it, basically, you know. Before the, the death of Aridin a hundred years ago, so that would have been uh, 40, early 4600s, late mm-hmm. 4500s. But um, there are several legends that surround her. Um, some claim she was a, the swiftest swordswoman of her age. Others claim she could disappear into thin air without even using magic. Or that Impressive. her cloak would sprout magical wings and the very sight of her would send hell knights to recoiling fear, which I find Whoa. rather funny. We need some of them. Um, and people claim all of these were true, so I don't know how how much is actually proven, but it would be very interesting. Is this, but this is from like the actual Raven's history, right? Yeah. Yes. I, um, I, I kind of get the impression, I don't know if Victoria shares this, I kind of get the impression that this was not recorded by any member of the, like the adventuring group themselves, so much as the, it seems like an, a smaller organization did eventually form around them, around this core group that were the adventurers, but then eventually became more revolutionaries as it progressed. Yes, they, they were kind of the starting point. So uh, Jackdaw gathered these four like-minded, I guess you could call them patriots, to her side. There was a fiery-timbered half-elf cleric of Milani named Amarid, um, a down-to-earth charismatic halfling enchanter named Ba, a roguish, uh, apparently unusually creative human bard named Kaida, and a strong-willed and passionate human ranger named Brakisi. Um, and together they formed the quintessential Silver Ravens in order to aid Kintago's citizens um, following, as Rex has said, after Aradin's death. Um, and they defended the city from anything from the, you know, basic things we, we are fighting for, as well as natural disasters, anytime people were preyed upon by monsters, and honestly, they spent most of their money helping the city's defenses and public resources. Sounds like good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's uh, that's really as far as we've gotten. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know. Laria mentioned before um, that the Silver Ravens, she believed that they had been operating out of the Opera House, although I found no mention of that in any of the documents that we've looked through so far. But again, mm-hmm. we put these in close as we can tell to their proper order, mm-hmm. which means that they may be taking us chronologically through their history. Mm-hmm. Um, I've it's never heard information. of any of the five of them, so the redactors were particularly thorough when it came to the Silver Ravens, apparently except for Jackdaw, who just lives on via word of mouth. Hmm. Good work. I would be quite interested to see if Jackdaw was still around. Um, they were an elf. Yeah. So they could definitely still be alive. I mean, uh, we did find those dead gods that have been cut down by a swords person. Um, oh, by the so you, th- you think instead of Shinsen, it was maybe the Jackdaw? Who's to say Shinsen isn't Jackdaw? Uh, it- oh, that would be so cool. Hmm? Was Shinsen an elf? Half mm-hmm. elf. Oh, half elf. Yeah, so being being over 100 years old would be difficult, but not impossible. Jackdaw could be some sort of title. True. Maybe. Like an possible. alias. Is any of this anything, you know, Adria... Um, Cesare, I know both of you lived through the Chill Civil War, or part of it. Is any of this anything familiar to you? I have just heard the name of Jackdaw, and I know that she fought the Asmodeans when they were taking over the Temple of Abadar. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of left when I was real young, so uh, I wasn't really here for a lot of that. I was in the city, but of course, eventually, the Asmodeans prevailed. It seems too convenient, doesn't it? 
What? Rexus begins pacing on the far side of the room, looking back towards the map. What do you mean? A skilled, capable warrior such as her. Something happened to the Silver Ravens. They must have been killed or something. Something. But the rumors persist that Jackdaw is still alive. But if she was alive, why wouldn't she be doing something? Why wouldn't she have been doing something for the last 60, 70, 75 years since the Thrones took control of Chiliax? It's possible people just hope she's alive and the Asmodeans killed her. Or maybe you're right. Maybe it is a title. Maybe it's just something that was inherited or passed on. But <sighs> everything about this is redacted. Like the other noble houses rebelling against House Thrones, that wasn't redacted. A lot of the other movements in previous, like they're, they're held up as examples for why it fails, for why opposing House Thrones doesn't make sense. Why erase the Ravens if you defeated them? Because I think the idea of the Ravens is more powerful than, you know, some noble houses or whatever. Yeah, giving people a symbol to rally behind would make them a lot more harder to stamp out than, oh, some nobles wanted control. There, there were numerous other rebellious groups following the, the war. There was a Hell Knight order that was completely destroyed because they refused to join House Thrun and pushed back against their, their raising reign. And they're still taught. Why the Silver Ravens? What did they do that was so dangerous? Well, perhaps we will find that out in the rest of the documentation. That's the thing. I, I suspect, and I mean, this is purely a blind stab in the dark, so I could be completely wrong about this, but I suspect that the Silver Ravens either knew or had something that if people knew about it, Thrun couldn't counter. Like some kind of blackmail or something? Maybe, but if nothing else, we all know that Thrun are bound to the laws of the devils they summon, yes? I mean, that's kind Thrice of the over. whole point. Yes. Yes. The Thrice Down, damned house of Thrun, yeah. Well, what if, what if there was some secret, some way of looking at it that perhaps if people knew of it, they could use it against them. No one would believe it unless you had the actual contract that the Thrun signed with Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. I think, Niccolo, I think you're on the same track, maybe that I am, that it doesn't make sense just to bury the previous ravens. Not like this. Not unless the very act of looking into them was a danger to House Thrun. Precisely. And it makes me, my parents were renowned historians. I know they were part of a secret order, but maybe... Do you think that's why they were targeted? That they knew something that they shouldn't have about the Ravens or the history of Kentargo? Maybe. I know I'm I'm looking for a reason. I'm looking for it to make sense. I'm looking for their death to have had a meaning. I, I think that there was a reason, though. I think you're right. There has to have been. I also agree with that sentiment. I think we have more answers to uncover before Agreed. we can conjecture too fully. Unfortunately, it's going to take us some time. Again, we're, we're maybe halfway through, not even quite, but I we're mean, getting there. If I knew how to help, I would, but unfortunately, it's not really... I can lift things, um, both physically and stealthily, but I don't think I can lift that sort of knowledge. It's it's like Adria was saying. It's, you know, this jackdaw feels like a title, mm. and they left this box with these ravens. Mm-hmm. Which, for all we know, may have belonged to the original members. What if the jackdaw is the central, the 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 point, the the nail, whatever you want to call it? Mm. The idea of jackdaw, or like the person? 
No, maybe they have some sort of actual authority or something that they, they, they know or do. You're talking about, like, somebody who had a right to the throne, like, absolutely back in the Chosen Civil War? I don't know. I don't know enough about lineages. Maybe not even the whole of Cheliax. Maybe it's just this region. Maybe. Just Ravenel? I feel like Adria's point is there, that even, even taking Jackdaw notwithstanding, that this box feels like it was left behind for someone else to take up the mantle. And maybe it's fate, which doesn't work right now. Um, <laughs> following the death of Aridin, uh, fate and destiny don't apply. But maybe, maybe it's why my mother sent me that note. Maybe that's why I sent all of you there to find this information, to find this box. Maybe there is a weapon in here. He gestures around at the piles of paper around him. Something that we can use. Then let's find it and use it. We will. Yeah. He smiles, you know, pats Vittoria on the shoulder. Oh, much faster now. <laughs> we will. Um, I don't know. There are a few footsteps as Morgar steps into the room. Okay. Having I was like, just, just arrived as you haven't seen him up until this point. Sorry if I missed the beginning. Um, a little bit, but feel free. I mean, Nicola will pull out a chair for him. Wait. Play with his foot. All right. So uh, the secret uh, hideout for the Ravens used to be the Opera House, right? Well, Barzillai Thrun takes up residence there, which Instead is a, a weird Kentago. place to live, honestly. Definitely weird. But if whatever this weapon is, uh, whatever, what if it's in the Opera House somewhere? Well then, we'll have to get it at some point. Perhaps the greatest threat that we're dealing with from Barzillai Throne is his knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like, how did he know to target my family? And every other person in the city who is a major dissident faction. Well, mm -hmm. some of them were... Vocal. Vocal. Sure. I mean, again, Shinsen especially, but even the Church of Milani. Mm -hmm. Like, but my family... You summon a few devils, you ask the right questions, you sell your soul, you get whatever information you want. More importantly than necessarily how he knew this information is the fact that we have to assume that he knew all of this and was acting on something. Mm -hmm. So exactly what Adria was saying there, he set himself up in the, the opera house. Why? Because he knows that there's something important about it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. He knows that there's something there, and it's outside of our reach right now, but... I think we're making good headway. It's outside of our reach right now. We can only do what we can for well, for the city mm. while, we, while we prepare and get ready. Exactly. Morgar nods, and that's why I came. Wait, what? He points his finger down at the city map. Are we ready to save some lives, Ravens? One ready. I'll pick it up here next time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Right, I want to know what's going to happen. New mission. What? Yeah, oh, man. We're going to save people. Be heroes. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.